Welcome to another episode of Love and Justice, a serious Sailor Moon podcast. Except this week we're not talking about Sailor Moon, though the word serious will be a bit more applicable than usual because we are discussing Puella Magi Madoka Magica. If you've seen the series, you'll understand why. If you haven't, I would recommend you skip this episode or watch the show first because we're going to spoil basically everything. The good news is, if you haven't seen the show, it's only 12 episodes long, plus a couple of movies not discussed on this podcast, and it's on Netflix, Hulu, and Crunchyroll. And if you have watched it, or you watch it on Netflix, then you'll see the dub, and you'll be familiar with the work of our fabulous guest star, Christine Marie Cabanos, aka the voice of Madoka. Quick reminder, this weekend we'll be doing live broadcasts from the Periscope stage at the Geek Pride Moonlight Party at the Dragonfly in Hollywood on Sunday night, December 6th. So be sure you're following us all on social media so you can tune into that. And a huge thank you once again to everyone who participated in our one-year anniversary giveaway. We'll be announcing our winner very soon. Letter four ham, as in the first part of Hamilton. Okay. Letter yep. four? Uh, letter, did I say letter four? Yes, you Number did. Four. <laughs> Someone letter, needs, to, somebody needs to go back to Sesame Street. Well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that was wrong until you said it. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, I was like, yeah, the letter, oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm so used to being like letter L, letter N when, yeah. I'm, when I'm explaining no, our, yeah. our Twitter handle. I get paid to write things, and I didn't realize <laughs> that the letter four was wrong. But anyway, so it's force four ham, and basically all it is is it's people screen capping Star Wars but then tweeting Hamilton lyrics. What? It's so good. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty great. But I mean it's beautiful. How great for for Lin Manuel, like just being a fan of Star Wars and now there's a whole hashtag. Exactly. There's a whole hashtag for it. He's able to work uh, and contribute in some way to a thing that he loves. Just like we in many ways are able to contribute to a thing that we love. I mean, guys, Viz sent me a bunch of posters and things. So as far as I'm concerned, we're officially professional Sailor Moon oh, fans. Oh, great. No, that's great. Yeah, they sent me a box of conchwag. So wow. basically... So that means that we're legit now. Yeah, we're totally legit. <laughs> when we're are we going to start getting royalty checks in the mail? I don't know. I'm well, working on that. I'm working on that. All right. <laughs> when do we get to write the Cantina song in a Star Wars <laughs> Oh that's the new bar, uh, right? Probably not. <laughs> when do we not get ever. to launch the American run of the Sailor, the Sailor Moon musicals? musicals? That's all I there want in my life. should be. That is a great idea. I know. I know. The, they should just especially, let us do it. Especially the new Muse. Like, yes. they're so freaking good. Yeah, yeah. They're so good. All female casting. So good. But uh, we're actually not even talking about Sailor Moon at all. <laughs> no, we're not. Today. Uh, this has been a much requested episode uh, from many of you on Twitter and on Facebook when we were throwing out, uh, asking for your suggestions when we weren't sure if Crystal was coming back or not. Now we know it's coming back. Hooray! Yay! Uh, but it still isn't back yet, so we're still looking for sort of fillery so episodes like a to fray- do. Eh? <laughs> it's more of like a yay. I don't think you really get the whole like two syllable thing. It's a beautiful like studio audience. <laughs> we were good. our own studio we audience. Harmonized. We really were. So, hold we were. on, really quickly, can we get the sound of like somebody's in trouble? Oh. oh. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> oh no, like... hold on, somebody just kissed. <gasps> that sounded like Boy Meets World. It, yeah. oh, yeah. it does. It's super Boy Meets World. <laughs> 
But uh, yes, so uh, this episode is going to be about Puella Magi Madoka Magica. Yay! I got it. I got the whole title. Uh, I always just refer to it as Madoka. Madoka yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, we have a very special guest star oh. joining us today. Who is it? It's the voice of Madoka. Yay! Yeah. It's Christine Cabana. So am I saying your last name correctly? It is. Yes. Yay! You're one of the few who do. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I accidentally on a previous <laughs> podcast when I was saying, oh, we might get Christine to do a, 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 a Madoka episode. I'm pretty sure I said you call Caballos, Caballos. Oh, no. which is a horse. <laughs> and we made fun of you for it, too. It's okay. Yep. It actually means, like, if you look up Cabano sent by itself, mm-hmm. it's like pictures of sausage. <laughs> so I would rather the horse right? than sausage. Maybe it's a horse made of exactly, sausage. Exactly. Sausage horse. <laughs> so uh, I, I was saying before we started taping Christine's that... sausage horse. Is here. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Don't Whoa. start. Don't start. Uh, so we were we were saying before we started recording this that this is going to be sort of a strange episode for us because you know Sailor Moon and especially since we're typically are comparing all the versions of Sailor Moon in the '90s anime and Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon are so funny or have so many things you can really make, make fun, fun of. of in them. Not so much in uh, Madoka. Very <laughs> yeah. serious. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but I want to start off by uh, asking you, Christine, so were you familiar with this series at all before you started working on it? I was not, actually. Yeah. When I got the auditions, all I had seen was the cover of the first DVD. Nice. <laughs> and it was like, oh, cute, magical girl. Right, Lassie. right. It's so cute because she's all pink and yeah. fluffy. Mm-hmm. And then I auditioned for all the characters, mm-hmm. including Kyubei. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I initially wanted to be uh, Kyoko because I thought she looked so cool and she was eating a bowl of ramen in the picture. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh, yes. Like, she looks You're like, so yes, awesome. this is me. <laughs> and then they, they had me come in to read for uh, callbacks for Madoka, and I was really, really happy. And then right. they were like, when they cast me, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm so excited. And then they were like, maybe you should watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> so they sent me home with um, all the episodes, and I just binged it over the weekend, and I just like sat and cried. I'm like, yeah, this oh, isn't what yeah. I thought. Yeah. 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 No, it's, yeah. it's really interesting that you brought up that, you know, all you'd seen is the cover of the DVD, mm-hmm. because the series does that to you, too. Mm-hmm. The first three episodes of yeah, the series, it's you not kind until, of... It's episode three. Yeah, when... Halfway when, through uh, episode three, and where then, it gets real dark. Right, and then Mommy gets her head eaten off, which but, is yeah, great. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, if you haven't watched Madoka yet, you should just get oh, yeah, on that. Yeah, you should probably... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's spoilers, been out long. Spoil okay, it. Spoil it. it this, this show was made in 2011, so... <laughs> okay. It's been out long enough. People should have seen it by now. Yeah. The fact that they had a fake, like a cute end credits... Mm-hmm. Yeah, for yeah. two episodes, and then it had the cute intro music for right. the first for three, and then episode three happens. At the end of episode three, there's the real end credits. Yeah, it's like, like a super dark and <gasps> motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, those goddamn yep. pieces of shit. Yeah, trust me. Yeah, trust me. They got me so good. <laughs> yeah. got, I, thought I, I thought I was watching like a fluffy layer cake of like meringue right. and friendship, like, and yes. like card captors. And instead yeah. of my favorite one, yeah. I thought it was gonna be like that. Yeah. 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 Because Madoka's outfit looks like it looks like Sakura, all of them yeah. look like they could be Sakura costumes. You know, that's actually one of the things that I that I really like about Madoka, and that I also I was maybe it's because I've been watching Ruby lately because I sometimes guest on the Ruby After Show at AfterBuzz. But it's like I'm seeing similarities between huh. Madoka and Ruby in terms of like the costuming and the character relationships, and uh, yeah. So it was, but it is interesting because it, it does it just looks like. A happy, fluffy, yeah. magical girl series, yeah. and it yeah. 
totally like is you've not. got the girl team up the costumes are so pretty mm-hmm. the yeah. art the way it's drawn is really mm-hmm. cutesy you've got the cute animal sidekick yeah. yep you've got yeah. the transformation sequences yeah. they just the suck first you in. time i saw Kiwi, i was like oh i like him he's <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, adorable yes. i trust this creature immediately <laughs> that's no. what they want you to do yeah, yeah, I, would, is... I wouldn't stand a chance no. yeah. i would not stand a chance they'd be like do you want to make a contract i'd be like i don't even need to get any yeah. <laughs> you know with this cute little bunny alien <laughs> and get a cool costume <laughs> Does Kiwi blink? No, no. not nope. once. Never. I don't think so. I don't think he blinks at all. And I think it's—is it like um, it's not the third episode. It's several episodes after that that you see him in the dark and his eyes glow red like a feral animal. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I would think that'd be kind of creepy. Like I just imagine him like there's a window just, next to us. Oh, right. Yeah. Like if, he, if something showed up at a window with just like red beady eyes, I don't know if I would find it cute. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. No. Even not though, so much. Yeah, I mean, he is pretty fluffy, but uh, mm. yeah. But not he'll. So much. But he will steal your yeah. soul, though. Yeah. That's the yeah. But you don't know that yet. Not no. yet. No. no. So so you had seen like Card Captor Sakura. Were you familiar with any other sort of magical girl genre style anime before you kind of dove into the Madoka world? I mean, I've always. I mean, Card Captor Sakura was like my childhood growing up. Yeah. I think for me, it was my Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. I had seen like. Yeah. It was that was the moment that I understood what anime was. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I had no. Like, I thought Sailor Moon was just uh, U.S. cartoons. Oh. I had no idea. Interesting. Yeah, and then um, yeah, and then when Card Captor Sakura came along, I realized this is from Japan and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And because well, they don't change the names, really. No, they. they, kept, they I, I know, even names. even in Card Captors. Yeah. Which on they. Oh, which oh, they, that uh, I'm not saying. Yeah. I think we can. Oh, okay. So all right, then it was legit for you. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just thinking of Card Captors on. Oh no, 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 no! I didn't watch that one. That made me kind of cry a little oh, bit. Oh well, inside. you were spared yeah. then. Yeah, it yeah. definitely. No, it was worth crying inside a little bit over <laughs> that show. That, well, you don't like that super cheesy intro Car song. Captain, a, a mystic adventure. adventure. Oh, Captain, a quest for all time. Gosh, what was um and Caro like had like a weird like he had a surfer voice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He like, sounded like a tiny adorable Michelangelo. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. And they changed her best friend to Madison. Like, oh, oh that, that is that right. Is yeah, t- they did yeah, they did change oh, Tomoe. She wasn't um uh she in wasn't in le- in she lesbians with her. She was making a documentary. Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah, they took out all of the relationships that I loved. Yeah, all the yeah. Like, there was like the Malin um Shaoran yeah. relationship mm-hmm. is gone. Yeah. Yuki and Toya are gone. Yeah, I shipped them. So I was. I did too. I was raised on the bad, uh, you know, chopped up American card captors version. So <laughs> I, it wasn't until I was hanging out with Emma and I was talking about it, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, they really cut shows up when they come to stage." She's like, "Yeah, like they really missed the whole part where the brother had a gay relationship with his best friend." I just <laughs> and slowly turned my head and went. Yeah, they like lived together. I did. Yeah. Oh, they did. No, yeah. it was a legit. Like, I, it, I think it was one of the first things I watched that had a legit gay relationship mm-hmm. in it. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, it did not. None of that even like, crossed your mind. The cousins thing in Sailor Moon. I was like, right. oh, I figured that out. But yeah, this, I did had no clue until you pointed <laughs> out to me, and then I watched the episodes in Japanese well, with a subtitle, and I was like, oh my to god. To be fair, they like cut epi- like. Card Captors was like Voltron. Like mm-hmm. it was l- different episodes of Card Captor Sakura cut together and made into a totally new story, mm. vaguely inspired by the source material. Yep. Yeah. Um, no, but it, it was interesting because you, Lola, you brought up you know when I was hang- started hanging out with Emma and watching more anime, and I brought up the 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 Card Captor Sakura thing. Madoka is one of the anime that I watched when I was starting to get back into watching a lot of anime a few years ago. Um, 
And I had I had started watching Attack on Titan, mm-hmm. and I was just sort of browsing the internet and came across you know people talking about um, Madoka, and I was like, all right, I guess I'll uh, I'll check that show out. It's only twelve episodes, whatever. I'm sure that this is going to be great. <laughs> the thing is, okay, here's my only thing: the emotional payoff at the end of Madoka makes it worth going through the, all the turmoil that's very true that you experience in the series i'm still waiting for that to happen in attack on titan like yeah. i keep watching uh, it i haven't seen any attack on titan oh uh, no really yeah. it's pretty good it's pretty it can get pretty violent uh, yeah if you're, not, if you're not prepped for that kind of that's thing. what i'm worried about yeah. it's yeah. really like disturbingly violent in ways that you don't expect to see violence it's true yeah yeah like, like it's not fighting. it's not gory uh, but it's just really upsetting i think mm-hmm. and i just imagine like people being like yeah see and i thought it was gonna be grosser (laughs) i mean i'm you know i'm a i'm a special effects person so i instantly go for the grossest thing yeah totally and they're like so yeah the main character's mom gets eaten by a titan in the first episode so when she gets grabbed she kind of gets wrung out like a chicken like a yeah like a chicken to like yeah. snap her spine yeah i thought he was going to do that and then, and pull, then her pull her in half, her in half. Yeah. that doesn't happen he just rings her and she's just and limp and then off. he just puts her all in her mouth uh, in his yeah mouth. it's actually surprisingly not that not boring but it's still really but, upsetting oh it's, it's very really disturbing upsetting. yeah it's still. a really disturbing yeah, yeah. image but i was waiting for something <laughs> way grosser and uh, then i had to, I had to okay. take a moment yeah. and be like oh i messed up yeah for me it was the fact that like i'm used to seeing like like Bangs and claws and like yeah. ripping yeah. into mm. people. But um, this is a Sailor Moon podcast. I love this conversation <laughs> happening right now. <laughs> it's the fact that like people, it's like not like fangs, it's like mm. flat white, like dentist approved smiles. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just chomping on like tiny people. Yeah, I still think that's almost it's more disturbing so it really, no it's really it's really it actually is in in some ways like way more disturbing because it is so clean, which is sort of how I feel it is with Madoka because yeah. Again, it just, it looks like a Magical Girl series. You know, it's not like we're dealing with, like, gritty, post-apocalyptic. Right, or it's like, not yeah. drawn in dark colors. No, like, there's a no. bunch of really pretty pastels, and yeah. the witch mazes are so cute. They're, yeah, they they're are. so pretty. I love the witch mazes. And you have a very clear right. line of, like, good versus evil. Like, yeah. you guys are the good guys, and these guys are the bad guys, and you right. have to defeat the bad yeah. guys yeah. to save all the people so they can have happiness forever. Yeah. 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 At least that's what they want you to think. And that, <laughs> and that is sort of what you think for the first few episodes yeah even after mommy dies i feel like you're still kind of holding on to that a so little you longer. are you don't de- you definitely do hold on to that mm-hmm. i kept for a little bit longer me up. too i know me i was like maybe she's not really dead dude yeah. okay so let's so so let's yeah. talk about that because i remember my initial reaction because remember i had started watching i'd watched the first like two episodes maybe of attack on titan i was like this is really disturbing. I think we're gonna watch this magical girl oh, show instead. Oh, no, I know. Oh no. Wow. Uh, and then I watched the first two episodes of Madoka and I was like, oh, this is really interesting. When mommy died at the end of episode three, I was like, I've been oh, I've been lied to. How do I go on? Because <laughs> oh, I was man. the same. I mean, I think it's the it's the same sort of reaction that you have when you're reading Game of Thrones and, mm. uh, you know, oh, yeah. Game of Thrones, spoiler alert, um, when Ned gets his head chopped off, in right. the book you're reading it from Arya's perspective. 
So you're like, oh, he, no, he's no, not, he's no, not dead. He's, he's not dead. dead. Arya saw it wrong. She was far away. But no, he fucking died. He did. He died. <laughs> yeah. That's what I kind of worried about for people watching Monica for the first time. I encourage them to like, I know it like it's messed up at mm-hmm. three, but you have to keep going. You have to yeah. keep yeah. going. Because yeah. I did that with Game it. of Thrones. Like, at, <laughs> like after season one, I was like, too many of the people I love have died. Yeah. No, but I agree with you. You do need to keep going with Monica mm-hmm. because it, I, it, it's, wor- it's so it worth is it. worth the it is worth the payoff at the end, and it's mm-hmm. worth the themes that they explore through all the different characters well, and throughout even, the show. Even though it gets more and more devastating. Oh, it gets way more <laughs> yeah. devastating. But but even the more like even that stuff is super worth it just because mm-hmm. it's so well done. Mm-hmm. Like like uh, the whole uh, Sayaka. Um, storyline, yeah, so yeah. worth it. Even though it's so goddamn oh, sad. Oh, storyline so is so done, sad. So good and interesting, and, yeah. and she's my favorite. And I was really <laughs> upset. Her whole breakdown is just like heart wrenching. It so really, no, it, it really, it really is. Um, so let's uh, let's dive into uh, some of the individual characters then. Uh, so, uh, as you may or may not know, if you follow any of us on Instagram, uh, Kelby and Lola actually both have soul gem tattoos. Yes, we oh, do. Yeah. Uh, yes, Lola has mommy soul gem, and uh, and Kelby has Sayaka's. So let, <laughs> let's talk a little about mommy because she's she's not around for very long. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, mommy is fantastic. Um, I I got I actually bought a book off Amazon that is like. Uh, someone writing essays, like deconstructing, like Monica, and I gave up on it after like the first two chapters because the guy has opinions that are like way off about Sailor Moon, and I was like, I'm done with this book. <laughs> <laughs> One of the points that he had that was really interesting before I gave up on the book that I do agree with is like um, the the mommy character is like the one who sets up ba- basically um, uh, the the reason. The background on, on Mommy is when she she meets these characters, she's the first magical girl that these these mm-hmm. schoolgirls right, meet. Right, right. And she's very much like a superhero. She's a very maternal, curvy, um, like, mature. I'm a good guy. Yeah. I have a mature, like, motherly character. And the the um, what you find out later on, because she's so determined to have these girls choose their wishes wisely, is that her wish there is also the reason that she's alone all the time, and that's that her everyone in her family like died in a car accident and she was yeah. dying so when she made her contract with QB it was to have a second chance at life but she's such a like warm person that she's not bitter about it she's just like this is I have a destiny I'm going to do great things and save the world but she kind of has to die in order to reveal the mm-hmm. inner workings of how mm-hmm. everything is so dark i think that like um it, mommy is like a a force of good and also the fact that even after she's gone like in her memory is why they're like let's burn everything to the ground oh, to yeah. like yeah, yeah. preserve what mommy would want right yeah but um i think that's that's kind of why she's such a badass is because mm-hmm. she lost everything but you don't you don't really hear about that until after she's like met these girls and they're like we're your friends and we're gonna be with you and she's like oh i can finally yeah. not be alone no but then it's <sighs> fascinating because her fatal oh, flaw is me. yeah when she was alone she was focused but now that she has these friends she becomes overconfident and is like i can do anything because yeah. i have my friends with me and, and that's, that's when and she that's, dies yeah, and that is yeah. ultimately she was why she kind dies. of showing off to them like this mm-hmm. is yeah like, she definitely yeah. was and then she yeah, she's kind of a little overzealous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, it was super interesting to me that, you know, because all of the girls have different reasons why they made the choice to become magical girls. And, mm-hmm. and you touched on it a little, Lola, but it, 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 it's very interesting with Mommy because 
she basically presents it as I didn't have a choice, really. Mm -hmm. Because she was also, you know, she'd been in this terrible car accident and she was going to die. Yeah. And she basically saw, you know, Cuba came to her and she saw it as at that time, anything seemed better than just dying there in the wreckage. Mm -hmm. Which is, <laughs> this is, I, I hate to make a like Twilight reference, but, uh, <laughs> but that's, you know, that's kind of the, the, the story that, you get from like Rosalie in the Twilight books, oh, yeah. which is actually the, I think the only interesting story. It really is. In no, it really is that that Rosalie is is very much you know when when Bella's all like I want to be a vampire. Rosalie's like no, you don't. No, you don't. Do you something really, else. You really don't though. Yeah. Um. And that and and that's kind of what's going on with mommy. Like she she's happy to have Sayaka and Madoka in her life, but. She doesn't expect them to become magical girls because, as I say, like, she didn't really have an option. She didn't – or she didn't think that she had an right, option, right. really. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And I, I – it, it's, it's very, very jarring when she uh, when she gets killed, though. Yeah, yeah. well, because, you know, she gets her head bitten off by a very colorful, like, caterpillar with wings. Yeah. 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 Basically, what's the name of that witch? Charlotte? Uh, Charlotte. Yeah. My favorite witch. I know. Yeah. It's such a creepy yeah. witch. I'm, I'm so torn because mommy's my favorite and that scene scars me so much, but I also love like anything with Charlotte on it. Yeah. Side note, somewhere on Tumblr <laughs> exists oh a photo someone took of an Ikea display. And I don't know where it is in the world, but whoever was in charge of setting up the Ikea display and like framing art for like the children's bedroom in one of the set up rooms. Mm -hmm. Somebody did a cartoon drawing of what is clearly Charlotte <laughs> and like snuck it into an Ikea display. Oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> so scary. I want to, it's scary? I want to see it. <laughs> it's just really disturbing to think about that kids are probably like, oh, look how it's cool. It's a cartoon character. Like oh, a kid, a kid must have drawn that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, well, and, and another thing that I, I want to just touch on with Mommy is when we see the alternate timelines when we see oh, Homero yeah. reliving that month over and over and over again. Mommy's Mommy the is the one first. who freaks out yeah. after they defeat, you know, the witch version of Sayaka. Because she mm -hmm. kills uh, Kyoko. Yeah, she mm -hmm. just shoots her soul gem and oh, is like, yeah. we can't. Yeah, because like we're, we're not allowed know. to live. Because yeah. Kyuubi makes a big deal mm -hmm. out of like, when they all find out that they're, they've lost their souls and they're, they're, they have no souls in their bodies anymore. Yeah. Kyuubi's like, yeah, you know, it's really like mommy never, it wasn't even around long enough to figure that out. Like she died. Yeah, in she this didn't know. Thinking that it was this pure good thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so in the alternate timeline where she finds out that they are like soulless creatures, She's like, we're all fucked up. Oh, we yeah, she's like, holding yeah. Them. yeah. So she's using her magical rifles then, to blow yeah. her friends away. Yeah, yeah that is like mercy bad. killing and her is friends. It, is it Madoka? Ma who yeah, ends up killing Madoka, mommy? Yeah, and yeah. Madoka yeah. kills mommy to stop yeah. her from from yeah, killing, killing everyone else. else. Yeah. Oh, that's heavy shit, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's what this show is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Super yeah. heavy. Yep. It hurts. It does. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts so much. Yeah. It, it. Yeah. It is really interesting to see how these characters sort of mm -hmm. behave and react in that alternate timeline. Because in the timeline that that we're living through, which right. is like the fifth or sixth time that Homura that has done this yes. month over again. No, I think it's more than more that. Than yeah. That. Yeah. More um, than that. Uh, but that, that we actively see in, right, in the right. episode where they explain but her I was, backstory. I'm under the impression though that it's way more. Ugh. It's horrible. Way, way more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But anyway, uh, but but we do find out within the context of this version of this month about the the fact that the soul gems are 
the girl's souls that have been ripped from their body. And basically the idea is that you are your soul Mm -hmm. and your body is just a shell. Right. Mm -hmm. So if your soul isn't in your body, it can't take any, it's easier to protect being in a compact form Mm -hmm. and you can protect it more easily. And basically you can learn to not, feel any pain which is what happens, in your body which, which is, is what happens which is sayaka. exactly what sayaka does yeah. now sayaka is the first character who we see sort of the whole scope of how she came to the conclusion about making her wish getting her powers how she used her powers exactly finding out about uh how awful it is and yeah. exactly and like really falling into mm-hmm. that despair right. which is ultimately what causes magical girls to turn into the witches that they right. battle yeah, yeah. surprise yeah. It's all witches are uh, yeah. yeah witches are actually magical yeah. girls yeah which is interesting i was so, so when good. i was when i had when i first watched this series i was reading a lot about about it and and you know why people were sort of so positive towards it and one of the things that they brought up was that there's this really interesting message in Madoka about magical girls becoming witches, which is sort of this parallel between real life where a lot of the things that you are praised for as a little girl become a threat when you're an adult. adult. Mm, Like, oh, you know, she's so smart. She's so pretty. Mm -hmm. She's so... I don't know. She's so funny. Yeah, exactly. Look how natural she is leading everybody in this game. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. And then, like, once you exhibit, once those traits carry over into your adulthood, Mm -hmm. suddenly, oh, she's a flirt. She's a bitch. She's yeah, yeah, yeah. She's She's bossy. bossy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that so that I I just think that's an interesting parallel. Um, I don't know if I've ever heard anybody make that point before. but It's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, some heavy stuff, man. It is. No, the, the whole, this is this is not a light, like fun romp no. through the park. <laughs> no, I mean it's such a, it's such a good series. It's though. no, it's yeah. a really great series. And um, well, the thing that blew my mind that you caught before I did was that Sayaka's story is also the story of the Little Mermaid. Yeah. It, oh, it is. Yeah. No, Sayaka's story is, why, is 100% Little Mermaid. Yeah, which is why her her witch form has a mermaid tail. Yep. Yeah. You know, I, I. I sort of thought that the first time I was, was watching it. You never said that to me, but when I was watching <laughs> it today, it was like, this is Hans Christian Andersen's Little Mermaid. This Definitely. is exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a girl making the wish for the sake of a boy or who she likes yeah. and him not returning her affections. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. And she essentially kills herself. Yeah. Basically, in yeah. A, in a way. In a way she she does. She, she, she kills herself. Because she kind of gives up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, the the way she spins it is, oh, I'm going to be my own kind of magical girl and I'm the only person that is doing this not for me. I'm doing this for other people. I'm Mm going to be the savior of this world. Because she has a very strong sense of justice. Definitely. Yeah. 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 And I mean, if you look at her outfit, she's very much like she's a knight. She's like, oh, yeah, she totally is a knight. Yeah. Yeah. She has a cape and a sword. Yeah. Do you guys think that her wish is selfish? I. Yes and no. I uh, think that she doesn't see it. She that doesn't way. she does not see it that way at all. At all. However, Kyoko calls her yeah, out on makes it. a yeah. point of it yeah. being actually a selfish wish mm-hmm. when she says to her, You made this wish for some boy you like. Here are all these other things you could have done to him to really make him indebted to you right. for life. Right. Oh man! <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, well, I mean, and again, and once I think again, it's absolutely a selfish wish because she, without realizing it, thought 
that her sacrifice mm-hmm. yeah. was going to entitle her to like mm-hmm. to him. Like, yeah. Was, him. yeah, he was like gonna he, love her. she was going to pay this right. price and have him in return, and that's not how which it which yeah. is the Little Mermaid story. Yeah, mm-hmm. she rescues the prince from drowning, mm-hmm. and so she just thinks, They're well, going to be he, in love now. he owes me his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we're gonna. I'm mm-hmm. gonna go there, and we're gonna be in love. Yeah, and that's just not that's not that's how, not it, how works. it works. Well, and, and that's the one of the things that I think is really interesting about Sayaka because she tries so hard to convince herself that it is not that. She's like, that's not. Oh why yeah. I made yeah. Oh no, totally. That's and not I, what I did it for. And I think that's some of the reason too that she ends up exhibiting that crazy, reckless behavior mm-hmm. that ultimately deep leads down, to her she, demise. Deep down, she knows that is what she did it mm-hmm. for. Oh yeah, and it, and it messes her up. It's really mm-hmm. interesting seeing like the rage in a schoolgirl character, like which that. I love because like, we don't we don't tackle the negative side of like teenage girl emotions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and if we do, it's always done in a stupid, condescending way where yeah, we're yeah, almost yeah. making fun of the teenage girls yeah, for having the I feelings they legit. feel. But like, I was a teenage girl with a lot of rage, a lot of <laughs> like a lot of quiet rage. Um, so it's nice to see like a teenage girl actually exhibit negative feelings in yeah. a way that feels sincere a- yeah no absolutely absolutely i mean it's crazy and she's fighting yeah. demons and witches sure, and, and like yeah. you know yeah and she doesn't have a soul or anything but still it's, it's, <laughs> it's still a sincere yeah. emotion well and she's the person who we find out about the soul thing through yeah, yeah. because monica throws her soul gem off a bridge yeah. she falls down like a sack of flour and they're like oh oh god oh yeah. oh, <laughs> oh oh no <laughs> So then after you, uh, so you got the role, did you watch the whole series before you recorded anything? I did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I binged it. Okay. Yeah. That's right, you did mention that. So mm-hmm. when when Monica throws the soul gem off the bridge. Yeah, I was, was just like, oh my god. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> was what did you do? You? Did you almost get mad at yourself a little bit? Because you're like, what did I do? What I, did I do? Well, technically, I well, not technically, but. I kind of got frustrated with Monica a little bit because throughout the whole series, I'm just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I, and also she was very, she's indecisive throughout almost the yes, whole thing. Yes, very really indecisive. Yeah, so I'd like, and part my part of me was like, when, like, so when do I become a magical girl? Yes, no, that was, that was my reaction exactly. Yeah, so I was like, is it this episode? No, that next one. And I'm like, because the whole, like, intro is like her in the magical right, world. Yeah. Thing, so you'd think she would become it in the beginning. And right. I got to, like, the last episode. I was like, where is it? Where is it? And I'm like, what right, is happening? Right. Though you eventually come to find out that she was a magical girl from before or, the yeah. beginning. Yeah. But, yeah, it, but it, yeah I, the intro was so confusing to me because right. I'm like, why are we seeing this magical girl team up? This isn't what this show is about. <laughs> as soon as as soon as they opt Mommy, I was like, okay, I see what's going on here. And I, was like, I don't believe anything about the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, but you know, getting getting back to the um, Sayaka story a little bit because I just I want to talk a little more about sort of the consequences of her wish, especially with Hitomi. First of all, guys, if there's anything I have learned from shoujo anime, it's if you like a boy, you just corner him uh-huh. and you tell him how you feel. Apparently yeah. that works. <laughs> Apparently <does>. that works. <laughs> she's like stalled and like just yeah. kept it inside for a long time yeah. and she missed out. She did. She totally yeah. missed her but opportunity. But Hitomi was like, yo, let's walk home together. Yeah. I like you. Hitomi just freaking went for yeah, it, yeah. man. Yeah. No, but it, it was interesting though because because Hitomi... I like the confrontation between Hitomi and Sayaka that happens before she goes because Hitomi's like, you guys have been friends for forever. I really like him. 
I'm telling you right now, I'm going to tell him after school tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So you better say something. Mm-hmm. Or he's mine. At yeah. least she didn't like go behind her back or something. Yeah, she was really no, she didn't. Like it. she was kind of a bro about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she gave she gave Sayaka first first chance. Yeah, yeah. she did. She She's, did. And, and uh, if you don't tell him, I will. Or yeah. I, I will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like that's like the moment where Sayaka starts to realize that it's this is not going to yes. go the way she wants it to. That yeah. is it. Well, because she had that conversation with. Kyoko previously mm-hmm. where Kyoko was like girl you made a selfish wish yeah. you should and have just wished for him to be in love with you yeah yeah, yeah. Like, pull, pull like make him do your bidding yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure she actually told her like you could have broken all of his legs oh yeah, and, oh, yeah she yeah. did and then he rely on you up. forever that's yeah. a really messed up yeah. wish <laughs> but very in character I think for Kyoko Sakura definitely yeah. um, but, uh, but yeah and, uh, and that's what leads to the beginning of her breakdown yeah. is because she's talking to Madoka about the fact that she's going to lose. Uh, oh, totally drawing a blank on, uh, on, on her name. little boyfriend's yeah, name. Yeah, I don't Kyosuke. Kyosuke, Kyosuke, yes, exactly. Yeah. This is why we have Christine here, to be, to be like, <laughs> guys, let me tell you it. It's almost like she said all these names into a microphone. <laughs> That's <before>. true. <laughs> <laughs> like she's got to memorize these on the Yeah, no, it's but This is just a little side tangent. So uh, I sometimes have trouble remembering the names of anime characters because I used to get pirated like fan subs when I was a kid a lot of the time and they would sub the characters names wrong like oh. they would just use like random colors to represent what? people's names yeah. yep okay I'd get super bootleg uh, super bootleg fan subs oh wow <laughs> yeah they were they were bad I thought I you just meant their names were spelled wrong or no, something no nope, no nope, they just changed their names in the subtitles so I never know anyone's name <laughs> but uh, but yeah uh, so yeah she's like I'm gonna lose Kyosuke to Hitomi because the way Sayaka sees it, she's not a person. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't deserve to be with him. Yeah. I am a zombie. He, right. de- he deserves to be with a real person. I'm not a real person anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Man. It's really sad. It'll mess you up. She becomes a monster before she becomes a witch, essentially. Yeah. yeah. She, Basically. In her, she, in in her, her mind, mind, she decides she's a monster yeah. before she even becomes a witch. Yeah. 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 I, um,. I don't know if I was the only one who thought this, but I thought that Sayaka was going to become, um... Valpurgis I did uh, not. I did. I didn't. I, I don't know why. I don't know why, but that's totally what I thought. I thought that Madoka had some sort of connection to Valpurgis oh, like she was going to be Valpurgis Well, even though, like, we'd seen Valpurgis in the very opening, mm-hmm. which was the end of one of Homura's many timelines. Right. You see Madoka there, though. Yeah, you know, yeah. I know. So I, you know that she can't be Valpurgis Yeah, but I feel, but I felt like her transforming had, was going to have some sort of, like, impact uh, on it, it, which was, it did. It just, I yeah. thought it was going to be, like, positive for Valpurgis I, I, uh. I wasn't sure if, like, the, the boss... The, like the big boss would change in a fight mm. depending on right. what the outcome was. I didn't like, I was like, maybe it could be Madoka. Like I yeah. think somebody becomes this witch and maybe it changes based on the scenario, yeah. which ended up not being the case. Right. But, right. Yeah. But I, I for some for reason, fan I thought it was, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was going to be Sayaka though, which made me like Interesting. cry more yeah. when, when Sayaka became a witch, just cause I was like, Oh my God, she's going to have to kill her best friend. Oh yeah. That's what yeah. 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 But you know, she, and she kind of, I mean, you know, well, we and did I, kind and of and I was going to say, so I, you know, I didn't think that it was going to be Sayaka because I knew that we needed to establish girl like magical girls becoming witches mm-hmm. and have really dire awful consequences for it aka we're actually going to have to kill this person mm-hmm. before we got to Valperch. At this point I was like this show is just going to it's going to just rip my heart out 
every episode. The dude, the episode where Homer goes through the timeline over and over and over again. When I was watching, so first of all, I kind of in some ways never needed to watch this series again. <laughs> like it's so good, but it's so upsetting. It's very upsetting. And I was watching it again today, being like. It's fine, whatever. I'm going to rewatch it. It's really good. I cried just as much. Yeah. <laughs> I've watched this through twice and I both times was at, equally as upsetting, yeah. if not more so. It's not it, it's not even just like ugly crying. It's like ugly crying and sobbing. Yeah. Like you're out for the day. Box of tissues. I had to take a shower yeah. Yeah. after. <laughs> I was living on Lasky's like <laughs> loft floor. I was homeless at the time I watched this the first time around. I was just in the loft above my friend's living room. And it's just me and these two, like, dudes. (laughs) And I literally was just, like, holding my hand over my mouth to, like, stop the girly crying from being so loud. (laughs) It would wake up my dude roommates who, out of the goodness of their hearts, were letting me sleep in their home. I'm sure the neighbors thought that, like, I was one of their girlfriends and, like, we had had a fight Fight. or something. (laughs) The amount of crying that came out of that apartment over the course of, like, two days. They're like, who, those... Those yeah. boys are monsters. <laughs> the first time I watched it, I was making a costume. So I binge watched mm-hmm. it while I was sewing, which uh, I didn't get done um, as quickly with that costume as I would have liked because I kept stopping and being like, oh, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. And then like I I finished it and then immediately went back and watched it all the way through again. Yeah. Just immediately mm-hmm. had to go back and be like, okay. I got it, I got and it. take it yeah. in one more time. Yeah. And yeah. then like I got through it that second time and then three days later, Sam, my husband who you met, he was mm-hmm. like, was that a good show? Like, Because he had finally started to kind of watch anime, and so he was looking mm-hmm. for other stuff to watch. And I was like, yeah, why? You want to watch it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, uh, I, mean, I mean, you've already watched it. I was like, I've watched it twice. Let's watch it again. <laughs> Whatever. So within like a two-week period, I watched it three times. Nice. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. I think, the, I think the most amazing thing is the fact that like um, – the referring to, I mean, we've referenced uh, Kyoko a little bit, mm-hmm. but the fact that um, that what makes Sayaka's transformation so much more upsetting is that um, the most like jaded, bitter, magical girl of all, Kyoko, is trying to save her, like to snap her out of it. She really right up is. until yeah. she turns into a witch. Yeah, yeah. she is. Crusty old Kyoko yeah. is like. <laughs> Babe, I'll save you. Yeah. yeah. Be my friend. Like, and, we'll hang out together and, and not we'll be fine. Only, and not yeah. only that, Kyoko brings Madoka into it because she legitimate, like, somewhere deep inside, she knows it's not going to work, but she really does think that she might be able to save her if she brings Madoka to her because they have this past mm-hmm. friendship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She thinks that the that Madoka's love for Sayaka is yeah. going to fix everything. Yeah. Which, yeah. By the way, I think in terms of backstories, like as much as Mommy's my favorite character, yeah. I think the saddest, like, um, uh, the, I keep referring to it as like the monkey's paw situation. It's mm-hmm. the trope of like, beware of what you wish for, mm-hmm. your wishes will always go wrong. Yes. Um, I think the biggest example of like the monkey's paw scenario is Kyoko. Yeah. Who, uh, her wish was for her father's um, uh, congregation. Re- congregation, his religion, his, his sect to be like the big, like for people to listen to her dad. Mm-hmm. And so... He became this huge successful pastor, and we see the the abandoned giant like mega cathedral mm-hmm. that was built by all these people coming. And then it was when he found out that they weren't there to hear him, but because of what his daughter what she had did, done, and he kills his whole family. Exactly. That's really messed up. Yeah, yeah, that's the scariest. It like, is so messed up. And again, and that, and the thing is, is uh, Sayaka's wish is ultimately 
kind of selfish. Mm-hmm. Kyoko's wish was absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. And she, hers had yeah. the worst outcome. It ha- yeah. She absolutely had the worst outcome. That's why she, she tells her, like, it doesn't matter what yeah. your intentions are with your wish. It's not. It's all rotten. Yeah. Right. yeah. Your wishes are all rotten. Right. Yeah. They all wither and die. Mm-hmm. It's it's so interesting to see <laughs> the the different effects of sort of dealing with their reality. Like, especially with Kyoko versus, versus uh, Sayaka, because mm-hmm. You know, Sayaka gets so, like, she falls into this deep despair about it. And I'm sure Kyoko did too, but she dealt with it in a way that just made her super jaded. She gets so jaded, she becomes, like, a battering ram. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She just, like, dukes it out with everybody. Well, I mean, when you watch your dad brutally brutally (laughs) murder your family. Yeah. And then learn after that that BTW, you don't have a soul now. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure you're kind of just like, well... Nothing else matters. I'm gonna eat yeah. everything, everything I want and beat people up. Yeah, yeah. 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 I will say that that in addition to uh, the intense emotional turmoil that I went through uh, rewatching this show today, I also <laughs> just really wanted Pocky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all those snacks oh, are so good. good. Yeah, yeah, and I wanted to play Dance Dance Revolution because there's yeah. just, oh, a yeah. scene where Kyoko's yeah. playing Dance Dance Revolution <laughs> and, and eating Pocky. What is at the it same called? Time. It's called something like dog dog. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's like not like actually that. It's like it's a it's like a Greeked version yeah. of Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> For anybody who doesn't know what Greeking is, it's when you change a thing slightly so you don't run into copyright infringement <laughs> and owe money to companies you didn't get rights from. Right. They do um, that with Starbucks all the time and I've seen them in animation. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They like Starbucks or yep. like... Yep. <laughs> they do love their Starbucks in Japan. Holy right. moly. They love Starbucks. Really? And oh, cr- yeah. And I didn't cream. think that. Yep. They love Krispy Kreme as well. Yep. That too? There's yep. one Krispy Kreme in Tokyo. I, there might be more now, but when I went to Tokyo when I was 18 there was one Krispy Kreme in the entire city wow. and people lined up for it like it was a goddamn roller coaster yeah. oh my god yeah like a zigzag line and everything with ropes I always uh, liked going to Mr. Donut yeah more, more than uh more than Starbucks because like Mr. Donut to me felt like the equivalent of Dunkin Donuts which I prefer to Starbucks copy wise so where's Mr. Donut <laughs> Mr. Don all over the place. It's a oh. chain. Yeah, it's a, it's a chain in Japan. I've never heard yeah. of a Mr. Donut. They have in the Philippines, which I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Donut rocks. Mr. Donut. Yes, Mr. M I S T E R Donut. Nice. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so so Kyoko is, I I like that they had this super jaded character because, mm-hmm. and she and yet she was very different from Homura, who was also sort of a, a an emotionally distant, yeah. jaded kind of character. Mm-hmm. But it, they're you know, there were parallels between the two of them, but they were also ultimately very different. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were they were similar yet yet also different. different. Um, and uh, and well, because Homer is still trying to achieve something good. Yes, that's yeah. exactly Whereas what it Kyoko's is. Whereas Kyoko's like, fuck everything, I don't care. Yeah, she does everything for herself at this point, right? Yeah, she, she knows, does. She's yeah. like wishing for other people. It just brought me like you know pain misery and like terror and yeah. so I'm just going to concentrate on myself. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. gonna eat all the food I want. I'm gonna get all the the grief seeds. I'm right. gonna be the most powerful thing in the world and fuck everybody. Yeah, yeah. Until, until she encounters yeah. Sayaka. Yeah, yeah, and they're in love. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. I don't even care. <laughs> they're in love. There's art. There's art out there. To oh, I'm sure there's it. lots of art out there. Not, to support not that. just fan yeah. art. There's actual like, is there, legit art. It's canon, right? It is canon. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, at, at least at least some Kyoko for Sayaka. Well, yeah, no, yeah. Kyoko's the, definitely in love with Sayaka. Movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you. Someday we'll watch these movies. You I haven't. No, I have. I'm the only one. I am the only one out of the three of us. Okay, this is why I have not watch the movies because 
the ending of this show is so good. Yeah. Like, I felt so satisfied when I got to the end of this series. Oh, well, that you I was might like, not be in Right. I don't yeah. Know. yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why I'm watching movies. That's why I'm watching movies. Well, the first two movies are, are just a rehashing. Retelling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just a little more detailed rehashing of the, of the show. But the third film is, like, a direct sequel of the... A little yeah. more detailed. Aren't they, like, 90 minutes? Well, like, you get but a... there's two movies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the first, there's th- there are three movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the first the, two. Oh, are one story. Are just, yeah. I got it. And okay. then the third Understood. film is a sequel to the show. Excellent. I heard there's going to be a fourth, <gasps> but I don't know for sure. Somebody okay. linked me to a trailer. Okay. Yeah. You know what's actually, also side tangent, it's actually really good, is the um, alternate universe manga of the different parallel oh, storylines. Oh, yeah. Of like the team ups I'm and dying, how are I'm dying to read that Joan of Arc one there's oh there's some, yeah there's some that are like other magical girls and there's i'm reading this one where it's um as if um mommy met up with um kyoko before her family met a bitter end oh. so they team up as like idealistic young like do-gooders and cool. then oh. it goes to shit. that's interesting it would i think it would be really interesting to see the effect of sayaka of uh, of kyoko like having a uh, another magical girl in her life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. while she's dealing with the consequences of her actions of, of you know like of making wish. her wish yeah. yeah be interesting but then yeah. there's also the the spin-off mangas that are different magical girls mm-hmm. yeah run, like right. Right. well because exactly yeah. well because that's you know that's one of the things about this series is QB is like oh there have been magical girls throughout the history of the world yeah. and so it's yeah. like Cleopatra was a magical and girl and like, you're like wow that sounds wonderful and then you're like oh my god no you're like yeah. right, all of these people met terrible ends yeah <laughs> but there is straight up a Joan of Arc manga oh that's great that is the ma- it's the that's magical that's like the Monica yeah, universe um, and I, yeah. I need that in my life that's really cool her costume is really cool she's got a really bitchin sword <laughs> it looks great but my question is and i don't know if you maybe know this or not kelby is it is it joan of arc in madoka's universe or in the universe that we were in at the beginning of the series i don't know i haven't read it yet. okay but i just know I'm that curious. she's like i think is also on the cover with yeah. her Okay. Uh, and she's in like a magical girl armor type of outfit oh, cool. with a sword. Oh, nice. she doesn't have like a dress or something. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like a super magical girl version of like her battle armor, yeah. which oh. is fucking sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm gonna make that. But, uh, that made me excited that. when they put that re- the references of Cleopatra and like. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, that's really because they tied it into like our real world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was, yeah. it was really, it was really, yeah. really cool. Well, and I like that they also went from like different countries to. And, yeah. Oh, and, I think Anne Frank was. Was also referenced. As oh well. yeah, yeah. They referenced I think Dan maybe Frank like Pocahontas. Like yeah. it was great. Yeah. And then they show like a girl in uh in the Middle East in yep. her hijab yeah. hiding in a building. Like yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, they're everywhere. Yeah, that's they're everywhere. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Magical girls everywhere. Yeah. yeah, that was in the end when uh, when we see Madoka's universe start to yep. happen, which of course is able to happen because of the incredible amount of karmic destiny yeah. potential built that Madoka has built up because. Homura yeah. has been going back in time repeatedly to try to save her. Now, what did you guys think of Homura as a character when she was first introduced in the first episode? Um, I, I remember did... knowing she had a secret. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, you're was really like... mean, but there's like a reason why you're mean. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, You automatically I'm... know she's super important. Right. right. But uh, I was not expecting no. that. Yep. Yeah, I was totally I was like, blindsided. I was like, you know some shit that we don't know. And so when like the soulless thing happened and all and all that biz, I was like, okay, that's what you know. That's it. Like you just know the dark side of this. And then it's like, yeah. oh, BT Dub, we're a time traveler. I'm like, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, it was interesting because Cubay said something to her before you found out what her backstory mm-hmm. was to the mm-hmm. effect of, you're not from this timeline, are you? Because oh, yeah. first he yeah. says something about, like, um, like oh, your power, it's, you have mm-hmm. time, time-stopping-based powers. Mm-hmm. You're not from this timeline. Yeah. And she's just like, no, I'm fucking not. Yeah. <laughs> well, because Cubay had no recollection of her. Right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Super interesting. I ship her and Madoka too. I ship everyone with everyone on this show. <laughs> I just want them all to be together. Who does Mommy get though? I know. Poor well, mommy. she died, so she oh. died. Oh, ouch. Sorry. Oh. I actually kind of ship Madoka and Mommy a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mommy's I ship everyone with, with everyone. But they have a different kind like, of relationship. I see yeah. her as like yeah. the den mother. I don't see her with yeah. me. I see yeah. her as yeah. like being like the 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 camp counselor. She's mm. the den mom. She's the one who's yeah. gonna make sure everybody like plays it safe. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, she's, I feel like she's sort of a, a mentor, older sister figure mm-hmm. yeah. to all of them. Well, she's, she's older, too. Yeah, she is. Right? Yeah. She's an upperclassman? Yeah. Okay. She's like Yang in, uh, in Ruby, if any of you guys like Ruby. Just me? Okay. Anyway, moving on. Um. <laughs> I tried to watch that show. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. It's really good. Maybe I'll give it a second shot. Actually, I, uh, when I first tried to watch Madoka, I got two episodes in. And just couldn't really get a grasp on it. I guess mm-hmm. I was too distracted that day. Yeah. And then months and months later, I was like, I'm watching this show. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's when I got sucked in. Yeah. yeah. So maybe no, it'll happen again with Ruby. It was interesting. I think they do a good job with Homura of creating a mysterious character mm-hmm. who you're interested in. Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the time in fiction, you encounter these like, mysterious characters and you just don't care it's like such an overdone trope you know what I mean but I don't feel like that was the case with Homer I was like I was like I really need to know like what's your deal man she's got like a real like um bringing because everything's about Jane Austen it's very like like, Mr. Darcy kind of a thing right right I'm saying something that clearly has emotional undertones but I'm saying it in a really rude way anyway I'm leaving now and everyone goes yeah, no, Mr. Darcy is a really good was example that an, of that, that, an of that archetype done right. Was that an insult or a compliment? She's gone. We don't know. Yeah, we <laughs> now I want someone to draw fan art of, like, Homer as Mr. Darcy <laughs> and Monica as, as Elizabeth. As Elizabeth. Yeah. <laughs> they would look so cute. Now, Christine, did you feel totally blindsided when you got to the episode that was Homer's backstory, or did you feel like you saw that coming? I did not. I was just like, oh, like, the whole episode was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I was confused when that episode started. Was anybody yeah. else totally confused? Well, it really takes you yeah. completely. Yeah, it takes you completely out of the time, the storyline that you were in, and you're yeah. like, "Wait, hold on, where are we?" Yeah, yeah exactly. And then it starts so to what, go down. I and remember. Like, I remember. Oh. Like, when is this? Yeah, where what, is this? What yeah. is this? Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Yeah. 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 But we finally got to see Madoka in her magical glow. I know, that made me happy. I was like, episode what? Nine? Episode nine, you finally got to see it? Nine out of 12. Yeah. But, um,. Oh, I forgot what I was going to ask. <laughs> it must not have been important then. Never mind. But it's uh, it's after after we find out uh, Homura's very, very sad backstory. Because you, you kind of get the impression that... So basically, Homura had just moved to their town. Like, she was a new transfer student. She hadn't moved there. She'd been living there, but she'd been uh, hospital-bound. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so okay. she had just... Yeah, but she had just gotten released from the hospital, and that's why she went to that school. Oh, okay. I understand. Yeah. And she then, had a, a heart... It was like a heart thing. Yeah. She was like really weak at the beginning. Mm -hmm. I think she had gotten, well, her wish made her stronger. It did, yeah. 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 Well, it was so interesting to see like the Homer at the beginning Mm -hmm. where she's, she is like, she's this kind of 
weak. She's kind of what Madoka is in the timeline that we follow. They kind of switch places. They switch places. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Madoka um, is initially like actually really well. She's like still kind of herself, but she's like a little more peppy and mm-hmm. like outgoing. Yeah. But, but at the, the beginning of the actual series, she's like very shy, timid and yeah. shy. Yeah. And unsure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she is. So, yeah. Well, so. it, it, no, it's true though because she does, she starts off as that like peppy magical girl heroine and mm-hmm. then as she gets deeper into the magical girl shit that she's not really a part of because she's not a magical girl because she doesn't make a wish until mm-hmm. the very, very end. But like as she gets sucked deeper into that world she does be she's just very indecisive and shy and Mm -hmm. and just feels like she's a burden Mm -hmm. yeah which is what homura yes which is what when we see this timeline where homura like is like they're like hey everybody look this sick kid is here in our school and she might not be good at math or anything and she's like oh i wear glasses and i'm really comfortable and madoka's like hi i'm in charge here also i'm a magical girl you're my best friend don't worry i'll keep you safe boom yeah yeah whoa what's going on i like that madoka yeah yeah i like yeah i like the the past timeline when i was doing that it was actually really refreshing yeah yeah because we yeah we we um recorded all in sequence mm-hmm. so i you know it's like we go through the journey with them and then like through that whole like first half of the series i'm like you know i'm like i don't know i i, I, I. right and then, <laughs> so i finally got to be like hey i'm your friend and i yeah yeah i got to like break out of the being like shy and scared mm-hmm. and crying and yeah yeah you did you did get to cry a lot yeah lots and yeah. lots and lots of crying Ooh, was that are you you Can take you, a lot of naps after recording yeah. this? Actually, it is. Like, it's very, like, some people think, like, oh, you're just talking into a microphone. But when you are doing this, like, your emotions are mm-hmm. so heightened. Mm-hmm. It's, like, emotionally exhausting by the end if yeah. you do this for, because you do this for, like, hours at mm-hmm. a time. Well, and especially when, you know, when you're dubbing anime and it's you in a booth and you're also watching what's going down at the same time that you're recording it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's a, it's, it. I don't know. I feel like there's a there's an, a weird disconnect and yet also a deeper level of connection being able to actually see yes. what's happening on like, you know, when you're recording for like a Western mm-hmm. animation and you're just in the booth and you have like maybe a photo of what your character yeah. looks like. I mean, when I see the visuals and especially Monica was like so beautiful and mm-hmm. so like... I don't know, they got their points across just visually. Yeah. Like, it helps so much with the, like, emotional delivery of all the Yeah, I, I, I think that must be the case because I found, because it it's always interesting because I feel like sometimes, particularly in older dubs of anime, performances would sometimes come across as a little, like, stilted because you, I mean, you're, the, the odds are against you. You're in a booth by yourself. Like, you're yeah. not recording with other people. Mm-hmm. But across the board on this show, I was like, I believe these performances <laughs> 100%. Now, uh, I I know nothing of, of voice acting. I was a, I was a stage actor uh, mm. for mo- my college career. When you're doing voice acting, is it m- much of the same emotional prep? Like, do you go through the same kind of methods of, like... Picking a memory that helps you yeah. get there emotionally, I or do you have so. other methods of doing that stuff? I mean, I feel like that's the key for like a lot of acting. Um, it's just yeah, you have to just think of something personal to you mm-hmm. and relate it to what's happening yeah, to yeah. your character on the screen. And for some reason, at least, at least my scenes with Homura, mm-hmm. I'm actually best friends with in real life Christina. with Christina. Yeah. Oh, okay. So oh. hearing oh. like that's we had our got to be really hard. Yeah, <laughs> we had our scene. It was I think it's episode ten when the, all the reveal stuff. Like she's like you know yeah home where i was like you know she asked her to kill her and all this yeah. stuff. and me both me and christina were like when we hear it because we hear each other right 
Yeah, we just oh, like, like Christina's stuff was already dubbed when you went. Yeah, to go sometimes dub your it'll stuff? be back and forth. Like okay. sometimes my voice will already be there. She can hear me, or right. you know, and, vice versa. And you're and you're already at an advantage to being such you know being best friends with her in real life because even if her bit wasn't recorded, like you know how it's gonna sound in her voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I can always like for me, Homura is Christina, and I can imagine. <laughs> so like it just made everything feel so much more raw because it sounds like my friend is telling me this. Right. Yeah. So it <laughs> was like rough, super, man. I cry every single time I see like those episodes. Yeah. I can't help it. Those last three episodes, yeah. man. Actually, for me, one of the most emotional moments in the show is Madoka's final conversation with her mom. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. I love that scene. Who played the, who played the mom? Carrie. Carrie. Carrie uh, Savage. Okay. Yeah. What, what else is Carrie Savage? John? I know that name. Um, I will look her up. But I, I love that scene because um, it's, it's, it's just really nice to see Madoka coming into her own as a person. Because mm-hmm. basically what she says to her mom, God, Carrie Savage has a bazillion credits. Yeah, she, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, name a name an anime. She's probably done a voice in it. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought she sounded familiar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nope. Can I can't even begin to like nail one down right, because she's done I'll so I, freaking I'll many. I'll IMDb it later. Yeah, she was Junko. Um, but yeah, because I, I I love that scene because it it involves Monica basically telling her mom, I am a good kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's what the whole conversation boils down to. She's like, I don't lie. I get good grades. I, you know, just trust me. I need to go. I need mm-hmm. to go out and do this. Because basically at this point, they're all like being, they're having extreme they're weather yeah, because of Bob Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They and her mom's like, you they, have to yeah. stay inside. <laughs> I don't think, no one else can see that. They like see it as natural disasters. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But only the girls can, can see, see the it witch. as like a witch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I really like that scene with mm-hmm. her mom. I, I like her relationship with, her mom overall, and and they also like high five each other. Yeah, they, yeah. Like, well, the whole family dynamic is really cool too because yeah. it's the mom who really does most of the mm-hmm. like businessy work, yep. and Stay I think home dad. Yeah, yeah, and I mean maybe dad's got like kind of a job too, but he's the one doing yeah. the cooking and the cleaning yeah. and yeah. taking care of the little brother. I feel like he had some, like he had a job, but he probably. Was like, you know, like you know what? I'm just gonna stay home and let you do your thing. because yeah. obviously you want you want to do that. Yeah. Stuff, so I love I love, uh, I love uh, Kyle's performance too as Monica's yeah. dad. It was so funny. So Kyle Bear also in a million million things because uh, he's been in the like Funimation world forever. Um, but he he's the voice of Ryu in Street Fighter oh, okay. and um, and uh, and adult Gohan in Dragon Ball Z. Oh. And it was so funny because I interviewed him at Anime Expo and like they were having the big like Dragon Ball Z premiere and I was like, can we talk about how you were Monica's dad? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he gets how often he gets that. <laughs> yeah. He thought it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but uh Her but yeah, it's, it's an interesting family dynamic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and then Stephanie is uh Oh. Yep. I, I don't know if you guys saw it, but there's like a part where everyone else is like, have a good day to Madoka when they yeah. leave. And then um, Tatsuya, the little brother, just yeah. goes, have a day. Have a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's so cute. And he retains his memories of yeah. her in yeah. some way. Because yeah. they say, like, at least in Japan, they believe that babies are closer to God. Oh, I believe the older, that. The older you get, the more distant you are to yeah. your spiritual yeah. self. So yeah. he can see, like, all yeah, this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, We, I mean, the way that, uh, that, like, we put it, as in, like, 
people I'm related to is that like babies are kind of half in, half out. Yeah, <laughs> where they're, they're pretty st- new to the world. Yeah, so yeah. they're still connected to whatever plane of existence they were on before they really yeah. became people. Yeah. And then you know the the older they get, the further away they get from that, mm-hmm. which explains my baby sister quite a bit, I think. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. Nicole, Nicole was halfway in, halfway out for a long <laughs> time. See, that freaks me out. Sometimes you'll see kids; they'll come into a room and they'll just like stare at a corner. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're like, "What no, are you looking no, at?" No, and they're yeah. like, "There's something there." I'm like, "What is there?" Yeah. <laughs> like, Nicole and Nicole is an adult now, but every now and then she'll drop some knowledge that I'm just like, "Stop doing that!" <laughs> like you grew out of that years ago. Why are you still doing that? Because, like, we were, this Thanksgiving, we were talking about Inside Out, the the Pixar uh-huh. movie. And there's a part with an imaginary friend. And that was the mm. part that really affected Sam. Because mm-hmm. when Sam was a kid, he was super, super close to his imaginary friend. So it got him really emotional. And mm. Nicole goes, was your imaginary friend dead? What? And Sam, dead? And Sam goes, no. no. And she goes, oh, okay. And what? I just looked at her and she was like, well, because mine was. And I was like, stop that. What? <laughs> In the case of Tatia's imaginary friend, she's sort of dead. dead. She's sort of dead, but also sort of Jesus. Yeah. 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 Jesus. That's how I had to explain um, to my mom what this was. (laughs) It was like magical Yeah, I was like, I'm basically like Jesus. Like I sacrificed myself for this. Not the sins, but, like, yeah. for the people around the world. And yeah. she's like, oh, okay, I get it now. Okay. That's the only way for her to, like, understand, yeah. like, what it was about. So did your mom watch the whole show no, after you dubbed it? Or? I showed her, um, like, what I thought were, like, the pivotal episodes, mm-hmm. like, 10, 11, 12. Yeah. And she fell asleep, so. Oh, okay. oh, Typical mom. It's okay. Typical mom. She, she probably have, said she liked that's it okay. anyway. Yeah, she was like, I loved it. My, it mom, my, my mom watches everything I ever do and is like, I don't know what you're talking about, yeah. but I like but seeing I'm proud. your yeah, yeah. 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 Thing. I thought you were good. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes I think my mom will like, my parents will be kind of like with it. And uh, I'm because uh, they would come see some of my plays, and I was like, okay, awesome. And they would be like, oh, we really loved. And then at one point, they were like, they had a picture, and they're like, what play was this from? We saw this play. And I was like, mom, that's a Halloween costume. She's like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, they've just been bullshitting me. They're just like, we're happy you did a thing, yeah. I guess. Yeah, but ultimately the, the conclusion of the series, which is incredibly satisfying, is yeah, that Madoka basically becomes like... Magical girl well, like, Jesus. Magical yeah, girl she, Jesus. Uh, she beats the system. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Because, um, uh, 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 if you haven't seen it, well, too bad, because we spoiled everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, essentially, the wrap-up is that... Um, uh, you know, when you uh, your soul gem gets too polluted, you or you, you give become up, you become a witch. So when Monica has like built up all this potential energy from all the the timelines, so she finally gets to make a wish, and Cube is like, ah, yes, I'm he's gonna like, get yeah. that soul gem. Well, I and, even, and Cube, ah, yes. Cube ruins it for himself essentially because he's all like, because of all of these alternate timelines, mm. you will be the most magical what, girl. What, yeah, and whatever you wish for will come true because because yeah. one of the things that they sort of allude to is that like if your wish isn't good enough it won't you'll be weaker yeah it it won't it won't like transcend entropy and Mm -hmm. you it you your soul gem like won't materialize right um but you'll just like die yeah Yeah, i guess so i forget does she ask if she'll become more powerful than him Yes, I yeah, think. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, like more power than you. It was, like, it was yeah. something. Yeah, it was yeah. something to that effect. Or oh, or it was. Uh, or it was. <laughs> if I, God, because she did. She asked some really good question that was like, if I made a wish and to become a magical girl. Oh, it was when she was asking if she could save Sayaka. This was actually before she ended up making her wish. Oh, uh, when I had the power. Yeah, she was like, would I have the power to, you know, 
to save her, to undo what you did and make her happy. Yeah. And he's like, that would be like child's play yeah. for you. It would be he's so like, yeah, easy. You, could, you yeah. could become God if you wanted. Yeah. And she fucking she does. does. Yes. So she's like, I'm going to I'm become a magic girl. And he's like, ah, yes, I'm going to get that that soul. I'm going to get all that energy. And she's like, my wish is that uh, no one's going to turn into a witch ever. In the past, present, or future, and he's like, "Oh, yep. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna, dis- I'm going to destroy all witches before they are born, ever were born, or ever will be born." Yeah, and yeah, it saves everybody from becoming uh, a witch. And that mm. montage is so good. Yeah, she goes to all the magical. Yeah, world. she yeah. appears all over the world. Yeah, uh, <laughs> because it just like I'm about to get emotional. <laughs> sorry, sorry, but you know, it's just like all this hope. That's yeah. really that's the greatest part of the show is that you go through all this. Dis- spare and you lose all these characters that you get attached to because in the very end you get all the you get hope there's yeah. always hope there's always hope, and that's yeah. like essentially the message of the show well is exactly that is there's that, always hope and that madoka basically turns into hope itself yeah yeah and and you know Kubei's like you're gonna have to fight all the witches for forever and you're gonna have the most despair and she's like no i'm not no yeah she I'm says she can never have fall into despair ever yeah, yeah. Yeah. And even at the end, when she becomes a witch, she's there to save herself. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> so good. It's so good. And I love, too, like, the resolution we get with... So, first of all, when when we're in the, the Madoka universe timeline, mm-hmm. um, well, we... So, Homer is there for when the universe is being Reborn. rewritten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Madoka basically, you know, thanks her for... for making her able to do this you know mm-hmm, she yeah. said i i know that i am the person i am today because of you mm-hmm. that part made me great yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah now was it was it satisfying for you in these last couple of episodes to finally be able to take a stand yeah i mean i loved being Godoka. that's what we call her when we were recording i have Godoka and i have Godoka. that's great yeah. and yeah, like, it was very refreshing. I had to, like, my whole cadence of my body has to change. Because mm-hmm. before I would be like this. Right. And then when I'm Garuka, I have to stand up. I ha- I put my hands out. like right. I'm, Yeah, and it's just, wow. it was really refreshing to be. But there were also parts where it was hard because I have to be, I now have to be the strong one. Right. Even though I want to cry. Right. So I'm like, I, I, I can't sound oh. like I'm going to cry at all even though I want to. I know, it's yeah. so true because Homura is, like, losing her shit. Oh, yeah. I'm losing my shit. Yeah. And Monica's just like, nah, it's good. I yeah, I have to sound completely, completely calm <laughs> yeah. then to the core. Oh, man. Yeah. So great. So good. Um, and do you call upon Gautica in your everyday life? Like when yeah. you need to get stuff By done? By the power of Gautica. Well, yeah. Like, do you become Gautica? Will be done. Yeah. yeah. Or when you need to make an adult phone call? Like, I need to schedule an adult thing for myself. I'm going to be Gautica. I guess so. I should do that more often. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, like, anytime you're feeling like, this is going to be tough. You just need to get a little Gautica action going on. It's very therapeutic. Have you heard of her? Are you aware of our Lord and Savior Gautica? <laughs> I've heard people make like all of these like they make fan pages of like like god like Madoka religion uh-huh. oh uh, like they they start like okay it's getting a little uncomfortable I'm like right, are you yeah. guys worshiping her like for real like, right yeah, right right just kidding well there is I mean there is sort they do sort of touch on some religious kind of themes in this certainly with you know Kyoko's backstory mm-hmm. and, and, and well, yeah, but but you're talking about like actual people, the people in, in the world. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, yeah, that's in, what I'm saying. In our world. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is like, oh, that's there's some sort of like Madoka doctrine out there that Yeah, that's why I'm like, oh, I hope you guys are 
Am Are I j- kidding? I hope, or like, I hope you're joking. <laughs> but they like, I signed a petition to name uh, the new like Nebula or the star after Madoka. Oh, it, nice. Have you seen it? No. It's in the shape of Garoka. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to look that up. Yep. You know, it looks just like oh, it. Yeah. Wow. They're like, Everybody name it. Sign this petition. petition. Yeah. I think they wanted to name it Madokami. Oh. Yeah. That's like, cool. Yeah. Yeah, which would be like, like Garoka. 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 Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, yeah. I also really liked that. um. Um, there was a moment when when Madoka sort of like sets everything right, and of course by eliminating witches, she eliminates like part of her like everybody's own timeline. It just changes mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. But there's like this interesting little in between time, which is very like Star Trek Generations. Oh, I know. Where when they're uh, having tea and... with Kyoko and Mama. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they're and they're just like all kind of I I'm a, I have a soft spot for like he- what I call heaven conversations mm-hmm. where people mm-hmm. are dead and they're like. Hey, let's talk about the stuff we couldn't talk about when we were fighting. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, like, um, the part that really got me was um, when she's sitting with Sayaka and she's watching the concert. Of, oh, um, oh the yeah. Boys. That's yeah. That's once that's once her yeah. universe is fully realized. Yeah. yeah. That's and a it's good like one. it's like, hey, so I could have like I theoretically could have like helped save you more, mm-hmm. but I knew that like if you were dead, like then this wouldn't have happened for him. Yeah. And I, knew, I knew that at at the end of the day, you figured out, originally you made this wish selfishly, but now you just really want him to be happy at the end. Yeah. You just want to put it all to bed. Like, yeah. so instead she just br- lets Sayaka see, like, him play the violin beautifully yeah. one last time. Before yeah. she goes off with her. She, well, they go oh. off together. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. They do. They're they're in the, the magical girl heaven. <sighs> she gets a cool new job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I liked, too, in that scene that Sayaka was like, oh... Well, he'll be with Hitomi now. He doesn't deserve a girl as cool I as know. her. Yeah. Oh, see, that's cute. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. even when, the cool thing about that whole, like, rivalry, so to speak, is that they never make it a petty no, thing. No, 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 Even not before she becomes yeah. a witch and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, even in like, the timeline she, we mostly see. Because she still loves Hitomi. Oh, yeah. As a friend. And so she's like, I'm not going to get in the way of this. This fucking sucks. But I'm not going to... She doesn't like get friend. revenge or anything. Yeah, um, and that's really nice to see yeah. in, a, yeah. in a show aimed at teenage girls. Well, I mean, the thing about this show is that it is about, in some ways, the emotional roller coaster of puberty. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's what Cube says makes magical girls mm-hmm. so powerful. Yeah, that's why they generate no, so much energy. There's no energy like for the incubators. Yeah, that else. To... So there's that why there's no magical boys again. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, exactly. It's like it's the it's girls in their second stage of development. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when they're going through puberty, yeah, which yeah. Is, just want to fall in love and save the world. Yeah. And... Well, I mean, well, because I mean, it, I was just thinking about about no one loves her Sayaka. Like a teenage girl. I was thinking true, about Sayaka yeah. and her reaction to, I to to making. Honestly, in some ways, the noble choice of I have this tremendous responsibility. My soul is no longer in my mm-hmm. body. Everything's fucked up. I can't ask Kyosuke mm-hmm. to be with me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that would be no kind of life for him. Mm-hmm. I just have to let he and he tell me happen. Mm-hmm. An adult does the. I mean, they'd be upset about it, but it was just, yeah. it was a really, really honest teenage girl reaction to see yeah. her just fucking lose her shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> I yeah. feel like even though this show is, like, about witches and magical girls and, and you know, weird space alien bodies, <laughs> that this is probably one of the most sincere portrayals of teenage girls and their feelings. Yeah. Yeah. I really think that. Their feelings literally are, like, it's, like, 
Yeah, like they they joke like everything's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like quite literally, but, uh, it could yeah. Be the so end of the world. despite all the magical elements, this is probably the most sincere storytelling mm-hmm. of teenage girls that I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, it's really really good. Yeah, I love too that in the very very end we see that Homura in the Madoka timeline yeah. has Madoka's powers. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. She's got the bow. The bow, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, it's so great. Uh, and then that, <laughs> oh, that caption at the end of the series where, like, mm-hmm. no matter where you go, there's always someone fighting for you. That, yeah. Oh, my God. And I needed that at the time. Yeah. The time I watched Madoka, I was, like, a, an emotional mess myself. Because, you know, because when you hit second puberty, children. <laughs> <laughs> Which happens around 25. Well, 25. When you have a quarter-life crisis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, you know, very much the same the same thing as first puberty. Only, only you don't get anything rad like boobs. You just, <laughs> you just get fat and, and student debt. Um, so, so that ending was super like cathartic for me just because it's like someone's fighting for you and it's like <laughs> okay okay Monica again Monica yeah well because that's me. that's the thing is is you know the the reason that Monica makes the wish that she does is because she sees that all of these girls who have made these wishes and become magical girls they were mm-hmm. they made these sincere hopeful yeah. beautiful wishes and they came back to bite them in the ass. Because Cubey's a dick. Cubey is the fucking worst. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. Like, I don't blame him. Yeah. No. Well, is yeah, that like you can't? Because he, he has can. no empathy. He, yeah, he doesn't understand. He doesn't even know exactly. Like, he he knows what he's doing logically, but yeah. like he doesn't. But he doesn't experience he doesn't emotions. The yeah, way he the doesn't understand do. how it's actually affecting this. It's, like, yeah. Logically, this is very successful. We yeah. put this right. in, and this is the optimum. Yeah, result. because mm-hmm. because the thing that's interesting about Cubey is like. Yes, he is persistent in being like, Madoka, become a magical girl. Madoka, you should become a magical girl. But he's not really, like, he doesn't really use any, like, manipulation techniques. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't, like, mind control or anything. Yeah, I don't think he even has the capability of lying to them. Yeah. yeah. He lies by omission all the time, but yeah. Yeah, Cubey is a, a very interesting he's character. Pure logic. He's yeah. very practical. He's fucking Q from Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. He is. Yeah, which in a lot of ways. Him, which makes him so scary. Yeah. He described him as the used car salesman of the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. That yeah. sounds about getting right. The, getting the best out of every deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, bang for your buck, Madoka is the best bet. Absolutely yeah. she is. Yeah, she totally is. <laughs> he's a fascinating, I don't even really think, I mean, yes, Cubie's the, the villain, but right. he's also, he's also not. Yeah. He, I mean, mm-hmm. he is, but he isn't. Right. He, like, if just, you, in terms of story, if you had to pick a villain in yeah, the show, yeah, it would be yeah. Cubie. But yeah. if you were looking at, like, motivations of, like, does this person want to, like, cause harm? And it's like, right. No. No, mm-hmm. if if hugs and kisses and rainbows and ice cream sundays gave better energy, they would he'd do be that. Handing them out, he's like, "This is just like whatever's the best way to to get my job done." Right. Yeah. yeah. To preserve my civilization. But, yeah. Well, to everyone's actually. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, it's yeah. Like the universe it's is the, running. It's like you like versus the whole universe. Like True. what is more important? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and and again, that also sort of parallels Madoka's wish, where. She absolutely knows when she goes in to make that wish that it's probably going to destroy her on mm-hmm. some level. Yeah. I mean, even if she doesn't know, she's fully willing to make that sacrifice because from her perspective, mm-hmm. everyone else, the lives of everybody else 
matter more, more than her than she does yeah yeah i just like how willing she is to give it up like yeah the whole series like it's her trying to make this decision and by the end she makes like the biggest decision the, yes all. yes yeah. yeah i think that's why it was so satisfying because she did waffle for so long mm-hmm. she just could not make the choice and then when you found out why she didn't become a magical girl and that it was good from Homer's perspective because this is what she'd been working so, so hard for. Mm -hmm. And then when she ultimately did make the choice that she did and changed the entire fabric of the universe, it was just, it was so, so good. (laughs) It made all the, uh, all the, the death and sadness (laughs) worth it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Oh man! So, uh, so Madoka was you've done a few anime roles before doing Madoka, but was this mm-hmm. one of your first like really big main character kind of series? It was. Uh, my first uh, character ever was uh, Azusa from Kaon. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And oh, then, is that where you met Christina? Because because Christina did Kaon as well, right? Yeah, I actually knew her before that. Oh, okay. But yeah, we yeah we had been on that show. We were on a lot of shows together, mm-hmm. like when we were first starting out. Um, but yeah, I was in, I can't remember if Squid Girl was before or after Madoka, but Madoka was one of my first, which was like throwing me into the fire. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, Here, you know how to swim, right? Yeah. 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 Now you'd said that you'd watched Cardcaptor Soccer as a kid. Were you into like anime in general? Or? Yeah, okay. I loved it growing up. Nice. Well, yeah, what I were mean, some of your other choice series that you delved I like, into? I watched kind of, I don't know if people know them. <laughs> well, they probably do. I watched Battle Athletas. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Um, I watched um, Maho Sky Tai, the Magic Users Club. Oh my God! Yes, yeah. I remember that yeah. show. Yeah. I remember that was like show. one of my favorite. I remember the ones art ever. Like... I was like, I think I might have the theme song in my eye too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love that show so much. Oh yeah, Maho Sky Tai. That was a great show. I remember the art. I don't think I ever got to watch. Yeah, they it. had like cute little sort of witch outfits. Yeah, 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 yeah. I always wanted to watch it, but I could never find it. Yeah. yeah. Like, who is it? What else was this there? Fushigi Yugi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's um, one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I had a ton. I just can't pull them out. Yeah. So, but you you had sort of like actively enjoyed the anime world before, before you got, you got involved in it in a major way. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So mostly so mostly shoujo stuff by the sound of it. Yeah. That's yeah. why I told you like Attack on Titan. Like I can't. Yeah. Exactly. You're <laughs> like yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I have to keep it light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I highly recommend um, uh, Little Witch Academia if you haven't watched. Oh that yet. wait, isn't that by Trigger? Maybe it's only two shorts. It's not a series. It's okay. just two animated shorts. I think they're both forty-five minutes long. Mm-hmm. They're adorable. Oh, so cute! It's like if Magical Girls met Ghibli met Harry Potter. Oh, cute! Yeah. look that up. I think you would oh. enjoy that. Yeah, that. Uh, so then now, now that you've been sort of in the anime world, do you ever do? do are you doing the convention circuit? Like, what's ha- what's going on with your life, basically? <laughs> I mean, besides the obvious, which we'll talk about in just a little bit. But. Actually, Madoka had. Um, such an impact at the time that it happened it my one of my first conventions i ever went to and to promote madoka mm-hmm. was uh, australia oh, oh no yeah. way so it's taken nice. me to australia we did like four cities we i went two separate times oh that's wow. so awesome i've been like it's taken me everywhere i've been to london i've been all around the country Whoa. and i have like yeah and like and without the love for these shows like i wouldn't be able to do all this awesome yeah, stuff yeah did yeah. you what uh which uh cons did you do in australia um, Supernova. Okay, yeah. Nice. And then were you doing MCM cons in the UK or? No, that one was a smaller one. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's I awesome. I that's a great one though. 
Yeah, I, I have I have friends who are involved in that yeah. convention. I want to go to that one. I know, so maybe uh, maybe we can all go. Yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah that'd be great. <laughs> um, and uh, and of course, one of the uh, the big projects that you're uh, working on right now that was announced at Anime Expo this year is Sailor Moon. Yeah. So, oh was... man, did you see that? It all came full. <laughs> it all came full circle. It was a Sailor Moon <laughs> podcast. Thought we you guys. were going to talk about something other than Sailor Moon. We tricked you. <laughs> just just like. Monica, yeah. you uh, thought this was gonna be a cute show, but <laughs> you're so wrong. But now you had not really seen Sailor Moon when you uh, got cast. True. <laughs> I feel really bad about that. That's okay. That's, that's allowed. Okay. Yeah, but it kind of I'm excited for that because it means everything is new for me. That that's is right. true. Yeah, you come into it with a completely fresh perspective. Yeah, and my uh, and Sailor Saturn's um, storyline is really awesome oh, yeah. really yeah, you get to come in on like is. the best part of the yeah. 90s anime for sure and ultimately you're gonna get to do i i assume that they'll keep the same cast and viz won't switch people out when there's more crystal but like in in theory like you should be able to do her storyline in crystal too mm-hmm. which is the manga storyline which is a little different oh. than the 90s anime it's like really good yeah. though so i sailor saturn will get more to do later too yeah. right because like i think she's like sprinkled throughout the later yeah yeah because right? uh because they never uh yeah no they anything. yeah they we didn't never they didn't dub our... they only did uh initially in the in north america so far they super only s. did yeah mm-hmm. they only did s and and super s yeah, but, but, but Super she's S not is, in Super yeah, S. Right, because 90 Super S is, is awful. Yeah, 90 Super S is not the real story no. of the Dream Arc. The real story of the Dream Arc is great. Just, anyway. <laughs> uh, so, but Manga you... Manga nerds. <laughs> so have you guys... I, and it's okay if you're not allowed to say, because, you know, NDAs and, NDAs stuff. and stuff. Have you guys... Uh, have, have you started recording on S? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you're like, I feel like I can. Well, people know you're going to be in it. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. <laughs> she looked out the window and I had a moment. <laughs> like, there's like going to be a Viz <laughs> yeah. I had a moment where I was like, I hope I turn around. There's just a lawyer in the bushes <laughs> With, outside like, Kelby's yeah. house just going like, oh, 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 no, no. She's got yeah. like a briefcase full of paper just being like, mm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, and you're getting to, I, it's interesting when you work on anime because it's like you work with these people, but you're not like really in the booth with them. But like mm-hmm. you get to work with like Christina and yeah. Lauren and Erica and a bunch of people that you've yeah. worked with before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're all great. Like I love the whole cast of Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a fun world to uh, to come into. Hopefully uh, at, if they do another Sailor Moon Day at Anime Expo this year, there will be some uh, S out, and you'll be able to uh, be on the panel instead of just yeah. being escorted out no. and being like, hey, I'm going to be Sailor Saturn, bye. Yeah. <laughs> that was fine with me, because like, if they ask me any questions, I'd be like, I don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. Oh, that happened to me at a con. They um, they had me do, they put me on, like, I didn't get to choose the panel. The panels, yeah. So they put me on a Sailor Moon panel, and <laughs> I, I hadn't recorded yet. Okay. Oh, so you didn't know? Yeah, so I was oh, like, no. um, I don't know yet. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, That's did really you, Did you feel like like you uh, were taking a test that you hadn't studied for? Kind of. Yeah. That's what it felt like. But yeah. I was also being judged by an audience for yeah. not knowing the end. Like, right. yeah. Have you ever been put on to... Because like, I know with um, conventions, like a lot of the time when you get booked as a guest, you can be like, hey, these are some panels that I do uh, mm-hmm. or that I have done in the past to kind of suggest programming where did into best utilize mm-hmm. someone have you ever been like put on a panel that you're like what am I doing I mean at least like with Sailor Moon it's like yeah, you, you are involved yeah. in the yeah. series have you ever ended up on a super weird panel before I don't know <laughs> not that I know of yeah. I mean I guess 
I've been on, put on like 18 and over panels, which I'm mm. not good at. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what I'm do- like. I don't know. Everything gets really raunchy, and I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm like really boring, and I yeah. But I think it's probably no. It, it just means you're a better person yeah. than the rest yeah. of us perverts. That's all that means. <laughs> <laughs> Lola and I over here are just like, oh, 18 and over panels. Oh, like, yeah, that, sure. that sounds great. I got some great jokes for that. Yeah. <laughs> stick, 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 stick. <laughs> <laughs> a little preview for you. What? 18 and over. Sticks? What? <laughs> no, no. No, dicks. Dicks. <laughs> Do you have any uh, any favorite uh, stories of interactions you had with fans when you were doing the the con circuit for Madoka? Hmm. I mean, I don't know. Everyone is just so nice. I've heard people like they came up to me and they, they would tell me like they did their college thesis on Madoka. Oh, that's wow. a, that's legit. Yeah. You could write a real good essay yeah, really on could. this. Yeah, yeah, or, like could. they tell me like it's like saved their lives. Like Aww. they like. Because they're, they're the age that yeah, Madoka yeah. is in the show, and they just tell me, like, it has, like, given them hope, yeah. which is, like, all we could really yeah. ask for. Well, I mean, it, it just harkens back to what <laughs> yeah. you were saying, Kelby, about how it is, like, a really realistic portrayal of emotional young teenage girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was an emotional young teenage girl. I was exactly like them. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was a, I was more of a Sayaka. Yeah. Like a... Like a, I'm, I'm a good person. Yeah, no, I know I'm a bad. Yeah, piece well, of I think, shit. I think that, <laughs> then, I think that Sayaka is meant to be that character yeah. for us, the character yeah. that we all go. That's that's that who we are. Me. Yeah, and that's why her story's so you heartbreaking. Were a Kyoko? Be- I was a Kyoko. Oh, for sure. I, I was, was a Madoka. <laughs> I was, I was definitely a Sayaka. Also, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, though I, though with with hints of mommy because yeah. I was the oldest on oldest cousin on both sides of my family, oh, yeah. so I had that sense of responsibility but i definitely <laughs> yeah. went through the same emotional roller coasters as Sayaka did uh, i just love that it reaches so many people like all, yeah like, and when i got to go to australia for it I, it made me realize like, this is like all over the world yeah yeah and it like hits and like very mo- like when they tell me how much they love it like i see it in their like eyes like yeah they, it really hits like hard with them That's one thing so that does cool. worry me is that i got like a message saying in australia they started showing this show on um abc which is like a kid's Oh, oh, I think. Oh, I believe it was a kids program. They're oh, like, wow. oh, is that okay? I was going to say that actually, I mean, uh. kids, no, but it does bring up an interesting sort of question because it's a very adult show in some ways, but I think it's okay for sort of 14, 15 year olds to watch. Oh, 14, yeah. 15, yeah. I feel like even 12, 12 yeah. to 15, I think, could really yeah, be Yeah, de- I feel like it's it. definitely a solid PG-13. Yeah. But there's nothing in, but, like, you think about it because, like, as an adult, it's so emotionally traumatizing. Mm-hmm. But when you really think about the show, it's like, there's not really any adult content no, in it. it's just no. a lot of emotional Dark themes. stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think, yeah, I think teens could definitely get a lot out of it. Yeah. Like, little kids, though, it's kind of like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I think for the most part, they just see, like, I mean, at least, like, when I was a kid and I watched things from when I was a kid, mm-hmm. like all these adult jokes went over my totally head. Totally yeah. went over my head. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, I didn't even realize that was, yeah. But you know, yeah. even like when we were kids and Don Bluth was making animated films, mm-hmm. there's a lot of that oh, stuff nobody... that was really hardcore, like The Secrets of Nim. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Super traumatizing as a yeah, no, nobody I loved thought, that movie. Nobody thought twice about sitting me in front of All Dogs Go to Heaven where oh, a dog oh, yeah. gets sent to, to hell. hell and meets Lucifer. Literally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, literally goes to hell. 
Yeah. At least Cuba is just like an allegory for the devil. Right, right. They don't actually show you hell. Right, yeah. 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 No, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Like, like it's not that bad. No. No, it's not. (laughs) We watched way worse things than that. We did, yeah. Yeah. All Dogs Go to Heaven was like one of my go to films as a kid. Like, as a six year old, I I watched it constantly. I mean, Roger Rabbit was traumatizing. Oh, yeah. Actually, I I can't watch it as an adult. talking about Who Framed Roger Rabbit today and how there are so many really adult jokes in that. Yeah. And and also jokes about LA that not living in LA went over. I um when, when I was a kid I, th- I think we've talked about this before um or I talk about this a lot uh that movie was rented for me by my parents who did not realize that it was like a, uh, a crazy movie they were like, oh, it's a cartoon movie so no, it's um, like a weird when, film noir it's yeah. when Christopher so Lloyd good. transitioned into being the monster at the end of the time yeah. yeah I fled the room <laughs> Screaming, terrifying. like it the is. bats of hell were after me, and hid under my bed until the babysitter had to pry me out. Oh my god! And I, <laughs> I that still persists. Like I, I watched it when, when it was on TV that day. I was like, oh, I remember when I was little, I was scared of this. And that scene started, and I was like, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I still get really emotionally traumatized when they put that little shoe in the dip. That's oh yeah! Like, even as an adult, I can't watch that. So it I makes guess me that's too actually sad. A really good point of like, why are we so concerned about like kids seeing these heavy themes of like mm-hmm. adolescence, and yet we're like, oh yeah, murdered cartoon shoes. Right, that's fine when you're yeah. seven. because yeah, I, I was young <laughs> yeah. when I saw Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, yeah. And I was young when I saw, like, Vampire Hunter D, you know? I was probably nine. Yeah, yeah I think I was, like, 11 when I saw Princess Mononoke for yeah. the first time. I yep. probably could have held off on that a little a bit. Yeah. I'm scared of everything. <laughs> yeah. Everything. Yeah. Same. Were you, uh, Christine, were you the kind of kid, like, I, like, for me, like, I was fascinated by stuff that scared me <laughs> no. as a kid. Did you, no. You? I'm still not. <laughs> I, I have no interest. I don't understand I was like, why put myself through this, like, pain? It hurts my heart. <laughs> I was like, I, yeah, I just never got the thrill. Actually, Christina took me to ha- Halloween Horror Nights. Oh. For the first time. I've never, ever been You to, went this year? Oh, uh, no. It was, like, a couple years okay. ago. Oh, but man. I'd never, ever been to, a th- like, a Halloween-themed amusement park. Right. For this sole reason is yeah. that I just couldn't scoopy. take it. Yep. And the day before, I had, like, broken my toe. Oh, no. So oh, no. I was in a wheelchair. Oh. And I was oh. like, you can't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I was you like, just have to stay. In my oh, head, no. I was like, oh, like, it'll be fine. I'm in a wheelchair. They'll feel bad for me. No, they won't. <laughs> and I was, they, like, targeted me. Yep. Yeah. I was just a yeah. sitting duck. They would, like, take the chainsaws and hit my wheelchair, oh. and I would just sit, and they don't leave you until you scream. No. Right. So, like, I was like, never, ever, ever again. Lola, <laughs> how could you? How oh, could God. you? Turn? Lola used to scare. Lola used to be a scary That's what you did? Yeah. Are you told, like, don't, she didn't like, chainsaws, get but... the wheelchair kid? <laughs> uh, it's, it's known as scaring the chair. <laughs> scare the chair. So there's a thing? name for it? Yeah. Scare the chair. That's scare so the sad. chair. That is. <laughs> <laughs> That's so mean. But we yeah. don't hit the chair. That's, no. That's personal property. Yeah, exactly. to touch anybody. They put it in the, like, you know, like, in the hole, spokes? Like, right here. Uh, yeah, yeah, they would, like, put the chainsaw no. on there. I have seen them do that before. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you know, Maybe right. they need yeah, to have nice. a meeting yeah. about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, any uh, final thoughts that you want to talk about about Monica? Anything we missed that you wanted to cover? I mean, it's just so exciting having you on the show. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Yeah, yeah. you guys have such great thoughts about this. Oh, thank you. We, we yeah. talk about Monica a lot. A lot, <laughs> <laughs> a lot. A lot. Uh, so it's just nice to finally talk about it with Monica herself. Yes. Um, I mean, my final thoughts are just like, 
watch that shit. If you yeah. haven't watched mm-hmm. it, if you've already watched it, just watch it again. Yeah, I can't recommend watch it, it all enough. The time. <laughs> yeah. uh, my final note is it was just really cute the way that I met Christine because we were all having um, a party at Amanda's, Amanda's house, who's yeah. been on the show many times, <laughs> and um, I did in the, in like the brief moment before I actually was introduced to you, you were like, oh, cool tattoo, and I was like, yeah, do you watch this show? <laughs> <laughs> and Emily sings over and goes. She's the voice of Monica, and I was like, oh. <laughs> right. That's, you, how would you know that? That's true. Yeah, no, that's true. I, okay, so yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on a quick tangent, and then I promise we'll really wrap things up. But I, I, on the Dragon Ball Z red carpet during Anime Expo, like, I know who Mike McFarland is, obviously. Mm-hmm. He does voices and everything. He directs half the Funimation shows these days, but I didn't know what he looked like. Yeah. I was like, I can name like ten characters that you do the voice of. And I went up to him and I was like, and I was like, um, who are you? And he's like, I'm Mike McFarland. And I was like, all oh, right, right, okay. Well, right. <laughs> so, yeah, because yeah. we're not known for our faces. Yeah, right? exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, That's totally true. I'm not offended when anyone. Does. Yeah, <laughs> no, he he was not offended, and we were bros at the party afterwards, so yeah, it all so, it all worked uh, out. A funny story, a guy that I worked at the restaurant with, his name is Drew Talbert. He has this one-man show that he's been doing um, for a few months, mm-hmm. and I- he plays a character in this show who, like Drew, as a kid, was not exposed to a lot of pop culture. So mm. Drew himself has never seen Boy Meets World. Oh, dear. And so but the show was written for Drew by his two friends, and that character also has not seen Boy Meets World. So when it gets to the part of the show where the character has to talk about all the pop culture he's missed out on, including Boy Meets World, he picks an audience member to talk to. Oh, no. Guess oh, who no. he? Oh, no. Guess oh, who no. he picked last night? Ben Savage. No, Sean Ryder. Sean- <laughs> yeah. What? Ryder Strong. Yeah, Ryder Strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, and he didn't even know. He had no idea why. <laughs> oh, and the audience is... Dying. Yeah. And Drew has no, no clue idea. why. No clue uh, why. I almost wore my Boy Meets World shirt. I just oh, said. man. Are you watching Girl Meets World? I have that? a little bit, actually. It's, it's cute. Whatever's on Netflix, I think it's a yeah. nice homage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, took, um, I took Rowan Blanchard, the girl from the show, around during Halloween Horror Nights, and she really? was lovely. Yeah. She seems cool. Yeah, she was lovely. She's a very cool well, girl. Follow her on Instagram. And, tiny little feminist. Yeah, and yes. uh, I'm down for that. And one of her friends was with her was Kieran Chipka, so I freaked out because I was like, oh my god, it's Janora. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Aunt Sally Draper, but like, Janora, yay! Janora, yay. And a big Legend of Korra nerd. Oh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so, Christine, thank you so thank much you so for much. coming and talking thank about you guys. Yeah. This. this was really fun. Yeah. Now, are you working on any projects right now that you are allowed to talk about? Or that you want about. people to know about or, or brag about? Like, other than Sailor Moon, I can't. Oh, okay. But yeah, watch yeah. out for Sailor Moon. Okay. Yeah. It'll I'm excited be... to be a baby and an evil person. I know, yeah, because you get to oh, be Mistress Nine, yeah. too. You get to do all the things. I know, yeah. It's kind of like uh, like Sandy got to play around a little bit when she was a uh, black lady. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I liked that. Ooh, yeah. yeah, it was a lot of fun. Ooh. Sweet. Well, yeah, Sailor Moon S coming soon. Mm-hmm. Now, Christine, where can people uh, find you on the internet if they want to like keep up with what's going on with your life, your career? I think it's mostly my Twitter, which is ChristineMCVA, and I am on Instagram, yeah, I mostly post pictures of my clothes and my food, so I don't know. <laughs> if you're interested in that kind Isn't of stuff. Isn't that really what Instagram is for? I mean, for? that's what it's for. Yeah. It's, yeah. And my dog. My, and your dog. My clothes, my food, my dog. Yeah. 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 Done. And that, that's Christine M. Cabs with a Z at the end. Okay. Cabs with a Z. I yeah. like it. I like it. Nice. Uh, Kelby, where can people uh, keep up with your life? Oh, man, I mean, I mean, if they want to. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Real Femininity, is in the genuine article. And then on Instagram, I'm uh, Femininity, just one word. 
and also on tumblr but i don't really tumble anymore it's just tied into my instagram um that's about that's about all it. right well that's there you about, go yeah yeah like i mean it. i don't i don't have anything else going on right now. <laughs> lola what about you oh man um you can find me anywhere you can find an unwinona in the internet uh if you're on tumblr if you're on twitter if you're on instagram there's an unwinona that's me uh, add it because that's me it's fun <laughs> um, uh, I am I promise the last three episodes we've recorded I've promised updates on my cool boxcar kids I don't even Tumblr. believe you anymore <laughs> nobody should believe me anymore um, my boxcar children fan fiction uh, will have a new chapter for Christmas simply because someone asked for one <laughs> that's and pretty great I'm like okay yeah you're gonna get one um, so I don't I have to figure out what's gonna happen because it can't be anything normal it's cuckoo bananas oh yeah um, maybe they conquer the Martians oh ooh, there you go <laughs> um, so uh, I, I check back on my page for updates on cool boxcar kids because there's gonna be some sort of very special holiday <laughs> thing I don't know maybe I'll tie in that punky Brewster episode where a friend got stuck in a <laughs> what? fridge what, what? alright look it up <laughs> uh, anyway uh, oh and if you pick up a if you pick up a, a loot crate or a loot anime crate um, and you see uh, the name Lola Binkard in there uh, it's because I wrote those damn articles because I'm a copywriter <laughs> so I did that too yeah. <laughs> hooray and I am Emma Fife. you can follow me all over the internet at Emma Fife. that is my name I do a lot of things just follow me on twitter because i also tweet a lot uh, and my instagram is at emma fife as well uh, but more important than me you should follow us Woo! on twitter at lnj pod that's letter l is in love letter n is in nancy letter j like justice pod first part of podcast you can also find us on facebook at love and justice the serious sailor moon podcast or you can email us at love and justice pod at gmail.com if you want to mm -hmm. like say nice things about us or, or you can come see us in person yeah if you guys are in the at greater the in the party. greater los angeles area you can come see us at the geek pride moonlight party still not sure exactly when our broadcast is going to be but we will be doing a live reaction review on the periscope stage so if you're following us on social media you'll be able to find links mm -hmm. to that as well so uh even if you're not in la you can totally watch us react yeah. to sailor, uh, moon. sailor moon while dressed in sailor moon costumes Hooray! like you do <laughs> uh yeah so that will be on uh this upcoming sunday December 6th. 6th and it starts at uh, the doors open at 7.30 Pacific time so mm -hmm. that's 10.30 Eastern time so our broadcast might be really late if you're on the East Coast but uh, you know worth it it's totally worth it if you totally. love us you'll stay up <gasps> yeah don't guilt them like that some of them might have to work the next day i don't day. care oh, and so who knows we might me. we might bring sam along as a, an official uh videographer or something it's, well i mean he's he's, he's kind of his he, job it now. is kind of his job now i mean every time i fill out forms for panels at cons i put him down as like our tech person yeah he's like, he's, he's like our common law tech person he, he is, is he totally though. is he totally is <laughs> so uh yes Thank you so much for Thank listening. You. Thank you again so much, Christine, for joining us. Yeah, we'll have to have you back once we uh, get into the Sailor Moon S oh, stuff. Yes, so please, we can yes. uh, we can talk about Sailor Saturn and uh, the journey that you're uh, going on with her. Oddly, kind of similar to Madoka. Yeah, oh, yeah. not too different. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely a lot of similarities. Yeah. I was thinking uh, about when I was watching it today. Yeah, so we'll we'll have a we'll have an in-depth character study of Monica and Sailor Saturn as a future episode. <laughs> yeah, we're getting collegiate up in here. We are. We are. <laughs> I mean, right up. Uh, five paragraphs. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, that is in the future, and until then, uh, we'll talk at you all again very, very soon. Bye! Bye.